What's up? This is Brandon London, and you're listening to the Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. You hear that? The Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. Let's go, Giants. Yeah, welcome back to the part two of this episode of the Big Blue UK Island podcast, always in association with Andy's Man Club. Um, all right, we're going to carry on talking. Part two of our uh, game day experience. Wow. We've got up to, to getting settled in, ready for the game. And now we're going to crack on and actually actually talk about the game itself. So obviously, pre-game, uh, obviously had the player introductions, the offence were... Um, Introduced the field, the starting offense introduced the field. The uh, Sopranos theme played for Tommy Cutlets. Uh, that was quite, that was pretty epic, I must say. Um, and the reception he got was was louder than any other player on that offense, e- even Barkley, um, and which surprised me. But at the same time, it was quite nice, and I thought it was quite nice for the kid. Um, and yeah, he deserves it. National Anthem obviously got the picture of the flag on the field. Everybody in the press box stood up, removed caps, um, obviously paid respects to the anthem. And then we obviously had to coin the coin toss um, and and kickoff as well. And no, no, we we're not going to leave you hanging, Steve. Don't worry. You're, uh, you're st- we're still on. We're still on. It's all good. Yeah. So obviously up to kickoff itself, we we're just sort of getting ourselves settled in. Still acting like giddy children. Um, still couldn't believe that we were in the press box for the game. Uh, um, and just in awe of the view that we had of the field, because, I mean, that is the view of the, the field we had um, right in front of you on the screen, if you can't see it. Um, for those that are listening on audio, it's one of the best views of, of the, the field at MetLife you'll ever see. So I fully recommend giving our uh, giving our video version a watch on YouTube. Um yeah, I mean, first half kicks off. Um, we're sort of getting settled in. Uh, Craig and Shane were looking after uh, Twitter. I was looking after Facebook. Kev was helping all of us. He was my stats guy. <laughs> Kev was your stats guy. There you go. I knew Kev. I knew what Kev was doing something. I couldn't think of what it was though. He was doing stats, wasn't he? Um, and yeah, just sort of getting settled in, sort of us reporting from the press box it was like this is mad this is crazy giants free wi-fi access this is crazy um and then i think it was end of the first quarter i think me and i think we all you you and shane went to go to the loo me and kev went to get a drink or something like that um so we sort of divided there was two of us and two of us or it might have been the other way around i can't remember but um as we as we were sort of coming back up to, I think yeah, me and Kevin got on to get some tweet or a drink, and as we were coming back up to our seats, um, you and Shane came running down the seats <laughs> with the biggest shit eating grins on your face, saying, <laughs> "We've been called to the booth. We've been called to the booth." And I was like, steaming hot coffee in my hand. I'm like, "Shit, drop the coffee. Let's go." Um, and yeah, so we've been approached. And, well, sorry, Craig and Shane have been approached and asked if uh, if we were the guys from the UK, um, which obviously they said yes to, and they'd been and told that Bob 
Papa and Carl Banks had asked us to go to the uh, commentary booth to uh, to see them and meet them and, and see what they do. And when I say this trip was full of surreal experiences, I think this this topped the lot. Um, as the voice of the Giants, Bob Papa, um, Carl Banks, an absolute legend and, and a hero um, for many Giants fans, to see how to see what they do, how they call a game, um, and just to stand there listening to them calling the game as well, and, and just the operation was so slick, so smooth. Um, we were in there for the whole of the second quarter. Um, I, I think it was over an hour, well over an hour, um, and watched the game till halftime. Obviously, had the um, Bobby Akarake inter- interception, had the Isaiah Hodgins touchdown, and Bob even shouted us out live on WFAN as well, which was just just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Have we, uh, have we got that clip, Craig? We have. We have. We're going to keep it right yeah. here. Carl, it is with great pleasure we have here in the booth the best podcast for Giants fans throughout Europe. Big Blue UK and Ireland, and we got the guys here with us. In the yes. booth. We don't have a mic to give each of them, but awesome to have the guys here. It is good to have you guys here, and they do a great job across all of Europe in uh, bringing the Big Blue news, man. I've been on a few times. I think you've been on a guest of theirs as well, but guys, welcome. Yeah, good to have you guys here. We wish we had a mic to pass around, but good to have you here. Uh, they do a great job. Obviously, the Giants have a huge international fan base. Uh, not only in Great Britain and Ireland, but in Germany. And these guys are here on Thanksgiving weekend. Fans to their feet, third and nine for the Patriots. I mean, I don't know about you two, but I've got goosebumps. <laughs> it's it's, it's just... all a big grin across your face listening to that. How, um, how thankful were you that they didn't have microphones? Oh, oh you mate. All you've heard <laughs> Uh, if they'd have thrown uh, a microphone uh, round, uh, uh, yeah, that, thanks, Bob. Pleasure to be here, Bob. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would have said. Um, I'm very, very glad they didn't have microphones. Um, or, 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 or a video camera in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because again, we were just there, like, like in absolute awe. But I mean. You know the operation in the booth was was like I said was pretty slick to say the least. But out of all the bits we did on the Sunday, it's safe to say that that's a highlight, right, Shane? Absolutely. I mean, like like I say, like just listening to that back, it's hard not to have a have a smile and and kind of just hearing the um, seeing the podcast called Eight Boy. Then he's like absolutely mental. Like you know, when when they started a couple of years ago, to to being where we're at now, and you know. The voice of the Giants, as you as you say, Dan, and also um, Carl Banks, who not a Hall of Famer yet, one hundred percent is going to be a Hall of Famer at some point in the future. Giving us shave tapes was absolutely mental, and, and just watching it, and like you say, you know, we were in there for about an hour, I think it was, and we stood the whole time, and I could have stayed there for another three hours, standing the whole time. Like no, I was I was just that distracted by everything going on. I didn't care. I didn't have a seat. Like he's quite tight in there and a little bit compact and. You know, maybe if you're claustrophobic, not ideal for you. But, you know, it, it was absolutely in, incredible. And, like, I, I didn't want to leave it. You know, I think we only left really because we felt a little bit obliged. We didn't want to overstay our welcome. But, you know, all, all four of us would have happily just stayed there if, if the chance had presented itself. 
And yeah, to be fair, they, they weren't, I just want to add as well, that it's not like they were kicking us out. They weren't saying, are you leaving or anything like that? We just didn't want to overstay our welcome, so we left at half-time. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm pretty sure that's that's why we left, wasn't it, at half-time? Because Bob and Carl left the left the booth to go in, uh, get some food and stretch their legs, etc. Um, we asked them both what T-shirt size they were. And we made sure we went and got them T-shirts. Um very surreal moment for me running back after Carl to give him a T-shirt. And out the core of my eye, I see John Mara and Joe Shane just having a conversation. And I was just tunnel vision, just like, don't even look at them. Just you're here to give T-shirts to uh, to Carl. And then you're going to go back to your seat and you're not going to speak of this. Um, so Thinking don't fanboy it. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't go over enough for John Mara a T-shirt. Um, but... No, you're you're I mean, right. Um, it's easily the highlight. It really is. Like nothing comes close. Um, I've, we've we've listened to Bob and, and Carl do commentary for years. To be stood behind them and just to see the operation, um, you know, the spotter that Carl ha- uh, that Bob has, sorry, next to him, who tells him which running backs in, who makes the tackle, who makes the catch, where the body part that they've tackled them, if the ball hits them, where the body part hits, you know, what body part the balls hit them on. Um, if they've done a Duke move, he has a he has a kind of you know hand signal to show that, and then the guy next to him who's doing all the stats and tallying all the all the yards, and when Bob's doing you know a little spiel, he's got you know it's just incredible to watch how slick the operation is, and it kind of gives you a, almost a peek behind the curtain, not only at what they do at the Giants, but also you know uh, commentary as a whole and, and whether. Other sports probably have something very similar where they have somebody pointing at players on a sheet to kind of give them that instantaneous uh, reaction as to who it is who's done it sort of thing. It was um, an absolute pleasure and an honour to watch um, and just unbelievable, just ridiculous. Yeah, like, like you said, Shane, I could have stayed in there for the rest of the game. Um, it was quite tight in there. And, uh, there was times I thought I'm just getting in their way, you know. Especially you know, I was stood, I was stood right behind Carl, and you know, no disrespect, but Carl was a big man, and so it did feel a little bit tight in there at times. But yeah, just I mean, words words can't explain how how grateful and how privileged we were to to get to see that because um, I, I doubt there's too many people out there that have managed to see it um so you know it's it was an absolute privilege and an honor for us to be in there even for us just being there for five minutes and they go right see that guys time to leave but the fact they just yeah come in chill out watch the game with us and the fact that at no point did they make it known that they they wanted us to leave um like you said it got to half time and we were sort of, yeah we, we should probably go back to our seats now you know let, let them get have some space and and finish calling the rest of the game but yeah mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing um and then obviously yeah half time um which meant our first taste of press box catering and in all honesty it didn't disappoint i mean there's the met like the met life catering's not not exactly got a uh a fantastic reputation but those chicken tenders they were absolutely banging, weren't they, Shane? Oh, 100%. So I, I'd love to have gone up for seconds if I'd have got the opportunity to. Um, and to be fair, when when uh, I, I, got a, I got a cookie as well, and Dan was like, oh, I'm going to go and get me a cookie. 
I was like, oh, I'll come with you. And then me and Dan turn around and see that there's a sweet jar there. And they've got oh, skin It was like, yeah, we're getting some sweets as well while we're at it. Hell yeah. Just a massive bowl of Skittles, massive bowl of gummy bears. Um, M&M's. Her- M&M's, Hershey's Kisses. They're candy floss. If you want some candy floss, why not? Um, and yeah, cookies. Or, or you can drink coffee or you can drink soft drinks. Um, you know, they had obviously bags of crisps, they had big fat deli sandwiches, like you can see there on the screen as well. I think that was yours, Craig, wasn't it? Waffle fries or waffle chips is that what I'm called? Yeah, 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 waffle fries. Yeah, they were pretty banging. I'd never had them before, and like, absolutely top. Considering, like, like, I've heard a lot of people say that the catering at the Met Life is pretty rubbish, and the Jets have got the best part of it all, and that. Um, you know, it's pretty good, but I do think was it someone said they all heard somebody saying that it must change every week because someone's they all heard a beat reporter saying, Oh, we got chicken tenders today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard someone go, Oh, we got tenders today, and I heard someone like go, like, sort of, Yes, we've got something good for <laughs> once. So, obviously, you know, the, the tent, the chicken tenders are the uh, one of the good things they get, but now nah, food was food was pretty good, and the fact that we didn't have to pay for it was even better, mm. yeah. Tasting better when it's free. Um, so, yeah, back into our seats uh, in the press box. The second half began. Watched the remainder of the game from there, taking photos, tweeting updates, putting updates on Facebook, you know, just generally sort of on socials, watching the game. And the cool thing about the press comp- the press box is, obviously, the game is going on the front. So you've got a live, live view of the game, and you've got monitors up in the corner. And obviously on on TV, the it's, it's on about a five, I think it's five to ten second delay. So then you watch the play live on the field, you then watch the monitor, and you watch the play on the monitor afterwards as well. And just so you can sort of see the um, the details of each play, sort of thing, um, which is really cool. Didn't obviously I knew I knew there would have been some some sort of delay, um, but the fact that they have the live obviously live on the field play. And then get a replay to them after sort of five to ten seconds. And also after every single play, there is a, a commentary of that play um, that comes out over the Tannoy system. Um, and I don't know how many times we heard number 64 is reporting as eligible. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, we heard that so many times. Number 64 is reported as an eligible receiver. Um, it's like, oh. He's actually going to catch the ball. No, he's not. <laughs> no, no, he's that was not. The thing. But... He never caught one fucking ball. It was like, oh, <laughs> you're going to do it. Use it. Like, make it worthwhile. I think that's at least twenty times he reported as an eligible receiver, wasn't it? But the, the, again, it comes over the tunnel in the press box, so these guys, these guys can be writing it down. The play-by-play, um, you know, guys for the work for for ESPN or for obviously for NFL.com as well. They're going to be in the press box somewhere, so they're obviously they're doing the play by play. It helps them as well. So that's how they can sort of tweet it and and put it out online and stuff so quickly after the play happens because you get all the information you need within ten seconds. So from within ten seconds of the play happening, it can be put out there live online for everybody to see what's happened. So it's a great setup in there, I must admit. Um, and then yeah, sort of the game got into the fourth quarter. Uh, it's ten seven game. Fully, obviously, fully expected to go to overtime because um, we had the um, field goal attempt right at the end from, with the Patriots. 
but it went wide le- wide left, and the uh, the game ended. We sort of sat sat there like, obviously, what with with what Biz had said to us before, like if two minute warning comes and it's a it's a close game, we'll sort of stay up in the box. If it's a done deal, then we'll sort of make our way down to the the uh, press conference area. Obviously, we we stayed right to the the final whistle, obviously, till the the field goal went wide left, and then it was a case of right, game's over, and jump up, run. <laughs> it's like here we go. Grab whatever you needed to grab, and and off to the off to the press conference we went. Um, and I think, I think this I think, is. A, I, I think as well, it, like at this point in time, when that field goal is about to be kicked, unless you backed overtime or you know the game to, to the game to be won in overtime, I think us four might have been the only people that wanted the Patriots to drill that just so we could stay in the box for like say another 15, 20 minutes. That's how much fun we yeah, we had. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, it was a dire game and, you know, nobody in the, even just generic NFL fans were saying this is one of the worst games ever. But we were like, oh, drill it just so we can have another 15 minutes. Go on. Yeah, that would have been epic. Would have loved, would have loved to have sat in there even longer for sure. Um, But yeah, game finished. Giants win 10-7. Get in. Um, And yeah, off to the press conferences and we all sort of, Shuffled into the room, uh, as you can see on the screen, there was a, a few reporters in there, and this is this is probably the only time I did feel a little bit out of place in mm. terms of the fact that we're not reporters, the fact that we're not like really members of the media. You know, we we had like all the big players in the media. You know, Jordan Ranan stood to my right hand side, literally sort of a stone's throw away from me. Um, obviously, Dan Duggan and what's her name? Char- is it Charlotte? Charlotte Carroll. Yeah, from the from the uh, the athletic were in there. Um, obviously, Biz was in there. There were just some of the real big players in in NFL media in there, and it did sort of feel like we were a little bit out of place. What do you guys think? I, th- I think for me, it's probably when I seen um, is it King Jones like on the, mm. on the and I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's the bird off the NFL, and that was when I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm in a privileged position right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Patricia Trainer was in there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, it, it, it was kind of like we like these people, but we're not like these people. <laughs> yeah, like I said, these big, big names in, in, in media, in NFL media and Giants media, and it sort of like felt like, wait, should we be in here? Hmm. But, you know, it was, again, the 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 access we had was, was unbelievable. And, and the fact that, I mean, we were in the post-game press conference with with Coach Dable was again another sort of mind-blowing experience. Um, and you know, on the way down there, we saw uh, the coaches running off to um, go to the locker room. We saw Joe Shane, um, Mike Kafka, and a few of the other uh, offensive coaches and special team coaches as well. In the lift, we were with um, Art Stapleton. I said Dan Duggan, Biz, Charlotte, Jordan all just in one lift together it was like well this is weird um and then went straight into the press conference and waited for daves and in comes daves and i thought one of us has got to ask a question one of us has to and i thought i'm going to step up i'm okay i'm taking one how good does it feel to go in the bottom, into the bottom back of two wins one more time sorry how good does it feel to go into the bye week on the back of two wins it feels good. Yeah, feels better than the alternative. 
that went out on live national TV. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I, you know, it's a simple question. Uh, probably, you know, the fact that he probably didn't know who the hell I was, um, but I couldn't resist the opportunity of asking him a question because we're in a post-game press conference for God's sake. Um, so I thought, sod it, why not? And it, and we're, it was sort of going on the topic of the bye week and things. Like that, so I thought, good time for it. There we go. But yeah, who yeah. He definitely wasn't expecting the accent, was he? Because <laughs> uh, no. he was like, uh, "One more time." <laughs> even then, I st- even 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 then, when I said it a second time, I still don't think he was quite sure about what I said. But I think he got the gist of it. I, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. as Steve said, he, he weren't expecting it, and I, I don't know if maybe part of him was thinking, "Am I being punked here?" <laughs> 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 he just looked like one more time, like thinking someone's having me on here. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and why is he asking me a question? But you've got to take the chance when you get it, right? And I thought I can't I can't not turn the turn the opportunity down. So yeah, threw that question out to him and then just sort of sat there with a massive grin on my face for the rest of the press conference. Because <laughs> yeah, it was it but again that, that press conference, I mean it went on for what 10, 15 minutes. Um <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, Steve. It probably was for the best. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I, was, I, was, I was banned. That's what no one's telling you. I was banned from speaking a question. <laughs> you get into the conference room and they ask you to speak and they ask me and they went, nah, you're not saying anything, mate. <laughs> he wasn't banned at all. Um, but yeah, it would have been, it would have been interesting to to see Coach's face ask, uh, having Shane ask him a question because he probably he wouldn't have had a clue. Um, but yeah, just... <clears throat> Again, the the access that we had into that press conference was unbelievable, um, and to hear the, to hear coach talk so candidly about what happened with him and Wink, um, and just essentially just completely blow up that rumor that there's there's issues between him and Wink, and you know the only thing they argue about is pizza. You know, it, it says a lot, but that was a that was a probably one of the other sort of top highlights for me for that day. Uh, and then, obviously, after his press conference, we then made our way to the home locker room. Um, and as we were sort of walking there, several players were leaving. Dan Bellinger was one of them. Um, who else was leaving? I can't remember who Hodge. else was leaving. Aziz, Hodge, Isaiah Hodge Hodgins, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, a few players were on their way up. Yep. And all sort of in in their in their civvies off, you know, off home. Um, we get into the locker room and again we're like kids at Christmas. We're like, oh my god, we're in the locker room. And again, this was just a completely surreal moment because again, you see this on TV, like locker room interviews, and never ever did I think I'd ever be in that locker room whilst these interviews are going on. Um, um I know so if- I know we've got I know we've got a few of the different things to go through, but I thought we'd just play one of the interviews now. Um, might be something that people have seen, but at least uh, it Go gives them it. an idea of how close we bloody were before we speak about all the other bits. Thank you. 
Bobby, not to take anything away from the performance today, but without Dexter, how much did it change? Did the Patriots do anything different than you guys? We knew uh, without Dex, we obviously had to stop, uh, step up, stop the run. Uh, we tried to get ourselves uh, more favorable calls to stop the run, more single high, get the seat in the box. I just thought we did a really good job basically for our DBs. Uh, they gave us a lot of flexibility because we can load the box and stop the run and we only had a small button. We made a couple of zero coverage. So, uh, you know, I did. Everyone's telling me I gotta go back and uh, work on my return to watch the film. I thought I was gonna come back and cut back and cut back across these guys. I mean, I think it speaks to the leadership that's already been here since I got here. I really just want to come in and see myself do my job. Be a vocal leader, be a guy who's going to excel in small details of his position. I'm just feeding off the guys who's locked in. Saquon, Dex, Dexter, great leadership. Is there something you're going to have in the game? Or do you just, I mean, you have interceptions, you have first fumbles. Is there something to that? Or is that just a hot Uh No, for sure. I mean, it, it, instincts are a big part of this game. Uh, and I think it does a really good job. Yeah, that was uh, that was Bobby Akarake's, uh little interview there at his locker, um, and yeah, that that's how close we were to them. I mean, that's that that video is is a non zoomed in video of him. We were literally sort of stood around the outside of his locker. Same with the picture on on screen with Jalen Hyatt as well. Um, when we got into the locker room, there was quite a few reporters talking to him because obviously he had his um, his first hundred yard game of the season, his Giants' first. 100-yard receiver of the season as well. So you had a really big game for the team. Um, and when we, as as we walked into the locker room, um, we sort of all just sort of stood there in awe for a few seconds. But producer Craig, ever sort of thinking on his feet, saw uh, Jamie Gillen and uh, hot-footed it over to him quickly. Here he is, producer Craig's back. Just talking about right. you hot-footing over to Jamie Gillen, mate. Speaking of hot-footing, I uh, had to go to the loo there. Uh, God damn. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, Jamie, yeah, Jamie Gillen, mate. That was uh, talk, talk, talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah, um, it just kind of felt like because because he he's Scottish and obviously being the Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast, it just felt right to speak to him. And he just happened to be walking past me. Um, he wasn't in a town like some of the others. Um, he was fully fully clothed um and i just thought i'd introduce us to him um we're big kind of supporters of special teams players here um and we we kind of believe that every player deserves to have a voice on podcasts like this which is why we had uh, casey on um and we just said to him that we'd love to have him on at some point um, not only because of the position he plays and how interesting, you know, speaking to him would be, but also because of the fact that he is from our neck of the woods. So, um, yeah, a bit surreal. Um, I'm not quite sure my mouth thought as quick as my brain did in the terms of doing it. I just kind of just went, hi, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it was very much a spontaneous kind of reaction, but um, what a nice guy. Absolute gent. Um, 
and uh, yeah, watch the space. Hopefully, we'll be able to sort that out. He's um, given us a point, a few pointer, point, a few pointers. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, he probably wasn't expecting anybody to talk to him because um, he was just sort of strolling through the locker room, wasn't he? He wasn't expecting mm. anyone to talk to him. But yeah, great shout. And then, yeah, hopefully we can get him on at some point, um, probably in the off season, I'd imagine. But that'd be a that'd be great to get him on. Um, and then also straight off the sofa, Mister Justin Pugh. I mean, said hello to all of us, recognised us straight away as well, which was like mind blowing. Um, evening, Justin, if you're watching. Uh, and then we obviously then got to listen to uh, K1 Thibodeau's uh, interview and obviously Bobby Okereke's, as you saw earlier as well. Um, and yeah, just sort of just hang around in the locker room for a bit, even though it sounds a bit weird. You know, you know, it's the locker room after all, and there are there were semi, if not fully naked men in there. But hey, it's a locker room. What'd you expect? Um, but just an incredible, incredible experience to see uh, to see these guys sort of post game and get their reactions sort of. And you know, um, Nacho was stood there for quite a while chatting, wasn't he? And his, you know, his bright his one thing that will stand out for me is his bright pink cap that he had. Um, fair play to him because that that was a look. Um, he had um, it was like a multicolored like tracksuit, bright pink cap, grills. He is not a quiet man. He is exactly how you would imagine him to be. Um, also, um, Tay Banks was like hyping himself up, wasn't he, at his locker? Um, yep. That was it. Was quite interesting to see. And then we saw Dave's come in and kind of put an arm around Tibbs and Hyatt. I want to say. So was, so, yeah, yeah. It was it. It was interesting to just have like these little pockets of interactivity between people and seeing people that um, you didn't expect. No, and I think at the at the beginning of the day, none of us expected to be uh, stood in the lo- in the home team locker room after the game. Um, I mean, the obviously we did we did have visitors locker room and visitors interview access if we wanted it obviously we we're not affiliated to the patriots in any way shape or form um we are not media members you know so i think it would have been even weirder going into the patriots post-game press conference but at the same time it's kind of like i i felt on the day like opportunity missed maybe but to be able to ask a better check a question you know one of the greatest coaches of all time but i thought Nah, I'm, I'm happy with just sticking with the Giants. I'm fine. It's all good with me. You know. You, all you would have got is uh, we're on to next week anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, he pro- again, he probably would have looked at me as if to say, the fuck are you saying? And who, <laughs> who the hell are you? <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I don't feel like I missed out on too much there. But yeah, once the uh, once the locker room had emptied out a little bit, we, um, we headed back up to the press box to... Uh, to soak it all in for one last time and before we gathered our things up and, and made our way out of there. But it's kind of, it was when we got back up to the press box afterwards, it was kind of like a, we just sort of sat there for a couple of minutes, took it all in, took a big sort of, <sighs> just take it, just let the day soak in. Um, 
obviously we spoke to Biz, spoke to Ruben, Jordan. We spoke to had a quick conversation, quick chat with Jordan Ranan, um, and obviously an out Stapleton as well. And yeah, collected our stuff and proceeded to the exit. And as we were sort of as we were getting out of the lift to come out of the press entrance, Dan Duggan was getting into the lift. So obviously we've had Dan on the show before. So I had a quick chat to him. Um and then yeah, left MetLife and it was sad walking out of those those doors and, and not having that view in front of us anymore. But it was just I mean, what a day. I mean the second half absolutely flew by. The whole post game experience was a was a bit of a whirlwind. Um for me the experience was I, I can't put it into words. Um, it was beyond incredible. Um, that's all. That's really all I can say. Um, my stand-up moment outside of that being in the booth with um, with Papa and Banks um, was asking Dave that question in the presser. To be honest, because it's not often you can uh, sit in the post-game press conference and ask the head coach a question. So that was my stand-up moment. But what was yours, Craig? Uh, um, I'm not really sure. Uh, there were so many, so many there. Um, it, it's so difficult to look at everything else because it's just so much of a blur and like it all just kind of melds into one. Um, I'll, I'll go with the locker room. I think just being in the locker room, listening to the interviews, even though you know none of us asked a question, we just kind of, um, met, you know, kind of hung around the background. That was pretty cool. Um, maybe Justin, you know, Justin recognising us and, and actually having a conversation with us and just taking time um, out of his day, just even for the 30 seconds that he spent with us was, was cool. He didn't need to do that. Um, and it just kind of shows the, the guy he is um, and the fact that, he, you know, he just, he hadn't forgotten that he, he had been on the podcast, etc. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have been tempted to go with the, the locker room as well. But I think for me, it's probably um, how welcomed we were made to feel. But, you know, we're, we're four guys from across the pond and... Not saying anyone's ever said it, but there's obviously a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek thing about, obviously, like, you know, Brits don't know American football and American people don't really know soccer that well. And, like, kind of no one ever looked at us that way. Like, you know, we were we were talking quietly in the press in the press box. We, we're not, like, we didn't want to get kicked out or... It was important for us to make a good impression. Um, that, that was one of the key things for me. Like, you know, we kind of spoke to each other quietly, almost whispering. But when people did hear us or did see us, everyone spoke to us. Nobody looked turned their nose dead, turned their nose up us, like no one looked down at us as if we didn't belong there. Whether it was, you know, when we were in the press box talking, when we were in the uh interview room waiting for Dave's to come in, when we were in the locker room, no one ever looked at us and said, like, who are you? What are you doing here? And I just think like the, the, the way we're meant to feel welcome. Probably just made us. Probably just made. I don't get speaking for all of us. But made us feel a little bit more at ease. Like, okay, yeah, this is this is good. We we we're meant to be here. No one's got a problem with us. It's not a case of us versus you or anything. And and I just like you know, I'll just forever be so appreciative of the way everybody we've we've mentioned was to towards us. You know, Bees, Ruben, Jordan, Art, Dan, all of them were just absolutely fantastic. And and you know. It, 
the other thing to say as well that Jordan actually approached us like he, he, as we were getting ready to leave he, he came over he's like oh is this your first time here and Jordan didn't have to do that like he could have just sort of carried on to his seat not said anything to us we wouldn't have been offended or took anything wrong but he he didn't he did take that little 30 seconds out and you know it, it, it means a lot for those people to just take that 30 seconds one minute out of their life whether it's a beat reporter like Bees and Jordan and Ruben, or whether it's a player like um, Jamie talking to Craig or Justin speaking to all of us, and those little interactions just just made us feel like we were meant to be there. And you know, at times we did feel like we were winging it a little bit, but the reaction that we got from everybody just kind of reassured us that you you, you might feel like you're winging it, but you're not. Hmm. I mean. There was definitely times in that day I felt like I was winging it, but like we said, it just makes us feel like like we legitimately belong there. Mm. Um, and you know, there's there's so much I'm going to take away from that day. And I mean, there's not really much more else I can say about it. It's, it's every, you know the fact that we've been talking about it for however long we have been. It's just. Let's bring about little things. I think, oh my god, yeah, that happened, and oh my god, yeah, that happened because so much happened that you just it just all sort of merged into one big day, and then you bring about these little details, and it's like, oh yeah. Um, but rounding out the game day, though, I just wanted to say, um, none of this game day experience for the four of us would have been possible if it wasn't for two people, um, and that's Carl Banks and and Bob Papa. Um, you know, Craig and Shane were lucky enough to be on the Believe in Giants podcast. Uh, was it last year after the um, after the London game? Yeah, it was just before the Philly game, where people were saying, "Oh, it was after the Colts game." Between the Colts game and the the Philly game, when people were saying, "Oh, should we rest our starters?" That's when they invited us on. Uh, that was it. So yeah, obviously they're Believe in Giants podcast. If you don't listen to it, fully recommend it. Give it a listen. Um, but yeah, you two are lucky enough to be on there last year, and I'll never forget the moment that um, they invited us to to come to a game and to come into a bit into the booth as well to see to see what they do. And part of me at the time thought, ah, it's just a it's a it's a fleeting invite; it won't happen. Um, even sort of up to up to the game day on on game day, we were sat in the press press box like. Anybody heard anything from Bob about going in the booth? Sort of, and none of us had. And then, when they, when um, the lady come to find us, and it was sort of, it all just sort of became real. And it was like, wow, okay, he's actually remembered. Like, we didn't have to message him or anything. He's like remembered that yeah. we were coming to this game, and he had him and Carl had invited us into the booth for the game, or for mm. part of the game to experience what they do, and. You know, for Giants fans out there, Bob Papa is obviously is the voice of the Giants. Carl Banks, Giants legend, and like Shane said earlier, will rightly be in the Hall of Fame very soon. Um, for those two to to be so welcoming and friendly and just all round amazing guys, mm. um, you know, thank you so much. And you know, we we appreciate it like you wouldn't believe, and the fact that you know they've they've said to us as well like. We're welcome to go back at any time we want. It's just it's blow it's mind blowing. It really is. So anybody if it wasn't for those two, we say again. Is anyone doing anything next Monday? 
no, I'm, 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 oh, no I, I am I am working unfortunately. I'm sure uh, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Quick flight over, yeah. Um, but no, just just a, a huge, massive. I mean, I can't thank you enough, but thank you to Bob and to to Carl for for allowing us to experience that on game day because it was incredible beyond incredible and we haven't that's not even that's not even it yet that's not even all um, no monday that but, wasn't um, the time we, that was that wasn't our last time we met life was it on, on sunday no we'll we'll fly through we'll try and fly through the rest because we're, we're yeah we will we've been speaking for an hour and 40 minutes already um and and just to caveat something that dan had said um at no point did we not think Carl and Bob were going to come through with their right. their invitation to the booth. It was just a case of um, not knowing what the plans were, etc. When when we hadn't heard from them, but um, yeah, Monday, uh, MetLife Monday, uh, holiday photo day. Um, beautiful artistic photo of Shane there in front of MetLife. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we were back for the third day in a row. It, it it just slipped, but it, it that is unplanned. That 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 wasn't me going no. to Craig. Craig, I'm just going to no, photo. No, no. Yeah, likely story. <laughs> Shane, I just noticed that Shane was walking in front, and there was nobody around, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, this would be a pretty sick photo." So, um, but yeah, holiday photo day. Massive, massive thank you once again. Uh, we we gave him a shout out earlier, but Giant Sing Jasmine um, absolutely hooked us up with these tickets. Uh, we had no idea what we were. Um, getting ourselves in for other than that there was going to be phot photographers there and we could go on the field again uh, and there was 30% off at the store that was all we were going for uh, the day before we got an email saying a few more things like a couple of legends who were there who may or may not have signed things um, but it, yeah it was ridiculous so first call <laughs> um, Shane the, the jersey selection was poor wasn't it I mean, yeah, you've, was, got, you've got one of your favourite players there, Shane. Come on, you can't you can't dispute yeah. that. Honestly, I, 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 I've not stopped washing my hands since that photo. <laughs> um, but no, the so there was 30% there, there off in the store, everything except jerseys. But when you're going to a... I don't mean... This is going to sound really bad, Nick. When you're going to a store and most jerseys they've got is 73 Evan Neal and 19 Kenny Golliday, kind of gives you the impression... This isn't going to have as many jerseys as I thought. And, you know, to be fair, like, the, the jersey section was just, like, a little bit poor, what I kind of expected. Um, you know, there was no discount on the jerseys anyway, but there just wasn't much of a choice. And they were all, like, two and three XLs, like, I'm a small or a medium. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, the, the, the jersey option was disappointing. And I did not ask for this photo to be taken. I got... Bullied into having a photo. Lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> Absolute the lies. Listeners know, the truth. Right, listeners know the truth. Um, exactly. As for the rest of the, the store, though, it was phenomenal. Um, the amount of stuff that they had, um, we all spent a hell of a lot of money. Um, we've all got uh, haul videos. Now, not all of these things were purchased in the store. Uh, I think I bought five, six things. I think you guys bought about the same, same amount. I think we all all spent a similar amount. So, um, my my oh, I've gone gone rogue there. My haul first, uh, which is there. Um, as you can see, the 
Giants jacket on the right, which was the biggest bargain in the world. Um, and then just a myriad of unbelievable, uh, and just a myriad of towels and t shirts and posters and flags and a massive fleece in the background. The ball there with the MY uh, was definitely used and has uh, bits of MetLife turf markings on it. Um, and was thankfully deflated by the NBA store on Fifth Avenue so I could get it home with me without taking up a copious amount of room in my uh, in my luggage. But um, yeah, that is a big selection. As you may see, there is a Knicks hat and a Knicks t-shirt there. Uh, we did have the opportunity to go to MSG to watch the Knicks. Um, and I think we all kind of fell in love uh, with Madison Square Garden um, and really enjoyed watching the Knicks play to the point where uh, either Nana went out and bought herself a jumper and, and never in a million years expected her reaction. Dan, you said Kate was the same, like really enjoyed it. Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. I mean, she, she's, she had, she's liked basketball for a little while anyway. And she had a, she's got a Knicks jumper from when we went to, been to New York before, but yeah, she loved the, uh, the game day experience at, at Madison Square Garden. Um, it's hard not to really. Knicks at the garden, huge tick in the bucket list. Um, for me, I know uh, as much as you guys probably was as well. But yeah, great experience mm-hmm. at, the, at the garden. So Dan, you're up next, I believe. Yeah, just um, a couple of bits. Yeah, just a bit. Um, so yeah, there, there was a few bits I bought from the, from the store on uh, on holiday photo day. Um, the biggest purchase being the uh, the Sherpa jacket you can see at the top. Uh, it is it is it is a giant Sherpa jacket? Believe it or not, uh, it's just got a a giant sort of hatch on the chest here and a little bit of embroidery here. But I saw it in literally we walked into the store. I saw it. I picked it up off the hanger and I hung it over my arm and said, I'm buying it um, because I love a Sherpa jacket. And what else did I get from there? So the Giants t-shirt below that um, I got from the store. And there was a few other bits as well. Shot glass, shot glass, shot glass. Um, the yearbook. Uh, the yearbook, yeah. So I think, yeah, yearbook was from the store as well. Um, obviously, the uh, salute to service scarf along the side. We got that on game. We all got one of those on game day. They're giving that out free when we entered. Yep. Yeah. Um, there is a snow. There is a snow globe as well somewhere there that we all got a, a, a snow globe each because we got on this um, holiday photo day. Uh, what else did I get from the store? There's a few other bits I got as well. Um, a Christmas tree ornament I got, which is there somewhere again, I can't remember where. And yeah, spent a fair bit of money in that store. And then finally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so kind of half of this is probably purchased from the joint store, half of it is not. Um, so the, the items that was purchased at the Giants store, I'll just go over first. So you got the uh, retro mini Giants helmet at the top of the screen in the middle. Um, everyone knows I love a little bit of retro, uh, huge fan of retro football shirts, etc. So I got that. And then lo and behold, I had something to get signed by somebody potentially. Who knew that had happened? Um, I also brought the Giants T-shirt on the second row to the right hand side. that has got the American flag into it. Um and the snow globe that Dan's referring, you can kind of see just on the left-hand side next to that plaque, which is something else I brought as well. Uh, again, it's retro-related. It's got the um, Giants jerseys over the years, so to speak. 
Uh, also got a Giants yearbook. And I think that was all my purchase from the stadium. The two woolly hats at the top, they were purchased on Black Friday when me and Craig decided to go to Macy's. Uh, just me and Craig went <laughs> first thing in the morning and we were just following to see what lived. And then me, me and Craig brought some items and decided we needed to tactically withdraw ourselves from Macy's or it would have got very expensive very quickly. Um, well, that was close to $32.33 each and the Black Friday deal that was, that was $15 each. Um, I bought the Barkley jersey from uh, the Barkley T-shirt. You can see from there as well. Um, I can't remember what I brought that with, but they had a buy one get one fifty percent off, which I then used for the average. Yeah, it was the cup at the bottom. The the, the same tumbler the eagle-eyed viewers might have seen in my picture and in Dan's picture as well, <laughs> which I've been drinking out of tonight during this podcast. So, so yeah. yeah. I got that the Barkley top and then the tumbler. One of them was I want to get the one fifty percent off. Um, a trip to Leeds. I think I went back to Macy's actually the same a few days later when I got the Aaron George and the Rangers tops. I also brought me the Barrett top as well, uh, and then the Penn State hoodie which I'm wearing now uh, was priced up at seven, sixty nine dollars or seventy nine dollars. Um, that was when I was at Leeds at American Dream, and I walked out. I was like, nah, it's not the really text my fancy. I don't want to get spending my money mindful. We've got MetLife on, on Monday night. And I just happened to glance outside Leeds and I seen a sign that said, uh, NCAA hoodies, $20. And I was like, what? Say that again? And I told Craig, and Craig turns around and it's gone off the screen. And I must have waited there for about 10 minutes, Craig, <laughs> waiting for the advert to come back. So I was like, that is $20. I am going in there to get it. And I went in the store, it, it come up $20. I was like, I'm having that. Went in the store, grabbed it, asked the store. They're like, now it's $69.99. They're like, we can scan it through if you want us to, though. I was like, yeah, because outside it says it's 20 bucks. Told it, scans it through, it's 20 bucks. I was like, this is not leaving my possession now. And then uh, kind of went back outside the top. And they all went hunting for potential hoodies of their relative teams. The selection wasn't great, in all fairness, but um, you know, for for twenty bucks for someone that should have been seventy, there was absolutely no way I was going to turn it down. And I think that is kind of pretty much all my merch stuff. Obviously, there you can see the uh, Seattle Rally Tail that I mentioned earlier on that the um, the guys gave us at the um, tailgate, and then also we got a free Rally Tail when we went into the Knicks game as well, which says New York Forever on it. So there we go. Uh, a lot of money. Love the merch. <laughs> a lot Absolutely. of money. That's not even. I know. I I, I, re I realized this. I realized this morning as well. There's a t-shirt missing from my picture. <laughs> oh, there's a few things missing from mine. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, Too much merch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then it was time to uh, meet the special guests. You cannot see them there because our bodies are in the We're way. We're in the way. Yeah. We are kind of in the way. However. Ahmed Bradshaw, Hakeem Nicks, both there. Both were just really humble guys. Signed um, Shane's mini Giants helmet that he bought. Um, he also signed the, or they both signed the flag, which is currently behind me there. You probably can't see it very well, but you may see it in future podcasts. And then the two business cards as well that uh, Dan happened to have on him. Um, they took business cards as well, didn't they? Um, they they, they did. took one each. Um, yeah, we made sure each, each business card. Uh, and then after we did that, they were giving away free donuts, free Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. 
Um, as you can yeah, see from yeah. the picture here, they had quite a lot of boxes back there. Uh, so quite a lot of um, free donuts to give away. Unfortunately, that Gatorade bin is not filled with Gatorade. It was filled with water. Uh, massive disappointment. <laughs> was so disappointed. Yeah. It's so tempting to pick it up and give someone a Gatorade shower, though. Yeah, I'm sure that would have gone down a treat. Um, so uh, after that, the next stop really was to go down onto the field to throw a few passes. Uh, we're going to start off on a controversial note. There's Shane throwing the football. First time you'd ever thrown in American football, Shane? Not that picture, obviously, but while we were out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shane, was this a catch? Yeah. Look at the part of evidence. Bought it in possession. No, <laughs> incomplete. So we have to give all the let... evidence. I mean, how you let that slip through your hands, mate? I'll never know. I think I think I called you Evan Engren, didn't I? <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we just had a blast on the field, just sort of throwing throwing the football around in the cor in the corner of the end zone, just throwing the ball around. Yeah. Oh, look at this! Look at this play I'm making on the receiver. Look at this. Hey, and this was a uh, nice, what, beautiful interception what there by me. Next? Yeah, what happens, what happens next? next? I mean, there that, are that a few videos. That doesn't say concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I'm surprised none of us got injured, to be fair. Yeah, we've got a few videos just of us kind of throwing the around. Um, thanks, Shane. There. Yeah, thank, run, thanks run, for the, uh, the throw at the end there, Shane. Uh, made me look fantastic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Craig, you, you were you were legit injured. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. My tour, my tour rotator cuff is not best pleased that I was doing that on the field. Um, I paid for that for a while. Um, Steve's put words. Kev, uh, Kev uh, went back he that was day on his way home. Yeah, um, Kev was only able to come out for a few days. So um, we, apart from the Reds meet-up and, and game day, uh, the majority of the time, um, Kev Kev was kind of doing his own thing because he had such a short amount of time over there. Uh, so it was just, just us. Um, now, if you remember earlier on in the podcast, uh, Shane said he could easily make a field goal. So we made him put his... Money where his mouth is. One of two, eh? Shame what happened on the kids. kick. I got oist. Do you know what it's like getting in the zone thinking I'm going to drill this kick and then. What, not one kid, but two kids come running on the field, right in front of you. Took, took me at momentum, took me at my, my, my zone. I, you know, it's my own fault. I shouldn't have let him get inside my head, but I got iced. I mean, you know, <laughs> I could drill a field goal. I did drill one field goal. Nobody told me I was going to get iced on the second one. That was not part of the plan. You know, any NFL teams watching? Yeah, I've got iced. Like, 
Yes, I was thinking, are these kids going to move or or what? Where's the parents here? Like, what what is going on? Like, I'm trying to kick a game winning field goal potentially, and I got two little kids running on in front of me. You seen the way I kicked the first one? Them kids would have been gone through the ball. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> mentally bullied by kids. I was iced, man. I was iced. I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Wow. I did have to Steve warn the goal when I told him I was going to do it. I was like, just so you know, I am left footed. Because <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's not, that's like a, a, a disability being left footed, is it? Oh, no, no, just, he, had to, he had to snap the ball the right side. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, he had to hold it on the opposite side, didn't he? So he didn't get. Yeah, which was probably the as well. And he got drilled. Yeah, I didn't want to get drilling the holder. True. No. Very true. Um, and then yeah, after that, it was a case of we went we went back to went back to the locker room. Um, Anna and Kate hadn't seen the locker room, obviously, whereas we had, so we decided to go in there. Um, tell you what, that that's going to make a good photo for maybe February in our calendar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we obviously yeah we took a picture of Justin's locker. Um, we had a, a photo done in front of a little op that they had there. Um, went back out onto the field and into another part of the stadium, um, one of the sort of lower suites where um, you can sort of see as we're, we're kind of making our way out there. They had the uh, one of the Lombardis there. Um, Dan, did you touch the Lombardi? Yes. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we, all, we all got pictures and we were Straight able to go out. Go back Short out onto day. the uh, out onto the sideline um, and just kind of take a few extra pictures with some of the sort of paraphernalia that they had um, out on the pitch. Uh, there is one last video of just us. Leaving the locker. Yeah, leaving the locker room. Oh, I don't know about you, boys. No, I don't. I don't. I don't feel. Much, I don't. Uh, I don't really care for our entrance music there. No. <laughs> Christmas songs. No, I don't think replacing the uh, Brandon London one anyway. No, um, <laughs> so, so I mean, we've been going for two hours, so let's let's kind of wrap things up a little bit. That's the entirety of three days we were out there um, for eight eight days in total. Uh, we did a lot more than than what we've shown. Um, my it was my first visit to New York. It was Shane's first visit to New York. Um, so Shane, go to you first. Non football related highlight from New York. So many, ain't that? Um, the genuinely is. I've, I've got to just mention it, but like just the views from the observatory towers that we got the opportunity to go to were something else completely at this world. But I'm actually going to go, um, and you guys will probably get it when I start explaining it. But probably one of the highlights to me was I swung into a firehouse engine 26. Me and Craig were just on the on the day we were going to Macy's. Um, this firehouse was had its shutters open and, and one of the guys said all right to us and we kind of said all right and he picked up on the accent 
unsurprisingly. Um, and he asked where we were from mm-hmm. and asked if we wanted a tour of it in that um, of the firehouse. And we went in there, give us a tour of the firehouse. But then I've also got like a little 9-11 memorial there because they lost firefighters from that fatal day back in 2001 and that he, he kind of explained what some of the the items were the booking on sheet was there from that day um that they had fragments of one of the helmets from one of the guys that they unfortunately lost and you know we, we did do the 9-11 tour but like kind of ju- just hey welcoming those, those those guys were i mean there was an awkward moment when they asked us who our uh Premier League teams was, and obviously there was only me and Craig there, and me and Craig don't support Premier League teams, unfortunately. Um, but you know, it was just, it, they were just really, really welcoming, and same bunch of guys, massive, massive respect for the job the emergency services do, and you know, for for the time that's okay. You know, I think we were in there a good 30, 30 minutes, Craig, maybe forty five minutes. Um, and it was completely unplanned. It was just shutters were up, just by chance, poked our head in. Um, and you know, I brought one of their their t-shirts from them, and you know, just that that was probably one of the highlights for me because it was something that wasn't planned. Like I, wa- I was hoping to see a fire race at some point. As I say, it was the first time I've been to America, let alone New York. So for me, it was like something I was hoping to do, but didn't know how possible it was. So for it to just sort of happen just by chance like that, and just how how genuine the guys were from Engine Twenty Six, so I want to give a shout out to them. Uh- Dan, I, I know you've been a few times, but um, what what was the highlight of this trip? Um, just quickly, yes, Steve, yes, we did go to the Ghostbusters firehouse. We absolutely did on the last day, actually, on the last morning, wasn't it? Mm. Um, it's it's kind of hard to choose a, a highlight because the whole week was a highlight. Um, if I was to choose one specific thing, it would probably be spending the week with you guys. That doesn't count. <laughs> Do you mean doesn't count? No, no, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the whole, the whole, the whole week was a highlight. But the fact that we were. We were together on this on this trip, you know. Obviously, Kate and Anna were there as well. Um, you know, New York holds a special place in mine and Kate's hearts. Um, and you know, the fact that we were we were able to experience New York with you guys as well was was absolutely my highlight. It's it's funny. Um, I I contemplated having that as mine. Um, I, I do have another one. Um, Shane, I'm surprised you didn't say listening to Cher sing Christmas songs for the fourth time whilst in I mean, minus eight degrees watching was... the Rockefeller turn light turn on. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was savage, wasn't it, Steve? I'll admit that. Savage. No, fuck that. Fuck that. No, fuck you. No, spending it with you guys was rubbish. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah, uh, we, we, we watched the Rockefeller light turn on for four hours we listened to seth mcfarlane kelly clarkson and Cher sing christmas songs before and the barry, went don't on. Forget barry manilow well and barry manilow yeah and myriad of other people it was it was great when you just heard and now so and so is going to sing a song from the top of this massive building that you can't see the top of <laughs> um, yeah, yeah great um, but for, for, <laughs> me and dan 
each it's, other. It's what you get. It's what you get. You get laughed at. You get. Come on. I can get. I can get away Come with on. that. <laughs> um, for me, I've got a few pictures. Um, it it was we seeing the Knicks at, at MSG. MSG. Um, I'm a massive wrestling fan. Was as a kid. Still follow it loosely now. MSG is a is um, an iconic venue for me. Um, and being able to see the Knicks there and kind of see how much Anna enjoyed it. We got to see Cruz. Cruz was on Celebrity Row. So it was Justin Tuck. Um, Tracy Morgan was as well and some kid from some Netflix show. Um, and we got to see a Knicks win. Uh, so that that was probably my highlight. Um, I'm not ashamed to say as well, I am terrified of heights. Uh, so getting my... Sorry, ass up the uh, <laughs> One World Observatory and actually seeing that view was a little bit special. Um, I still can't believe that I actually did that, um, but the views were definitely worth it. Absolutely were. Um, um, you know, yeah, like I said, the whole week was a highlight. There's so many things you can pick out. Um, the Thanksgiving Day Parade on, you know, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, although it's freezing and cold, you know, again, another thing on your bucket list to tick off. Watching the Rockefeller uh, tree be lit up—that was again another thing off the bucket list. Uh, you know, going up to going up the top of the Rock Observatory and the the One World Trade Observatory—fantastic views of the city. Um, and just just in, just being in the city in general. Let, let's not. Well. I was going to say the one thing we do need to mention as well: the Thanksgiving meal that we had. Oh. But, that 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 deserves Jack, a mention. That was Jack Dempsey's. What a what a meal that was. That was unbelievably good. Yeah, only, he, I think the only I think, meal we had out there. Yeah. I think the only thing that was missing was yams, isn't it? Maybe I don't know. Uh, it, was, it, <laughs> it was it was bloody delicious. That's the main thing. Um, but yeah, what a week. Um, you know, if you want to know more about our week in New York, if you want to know some ideas and um, of things to do, places to see, um, what, when, if, if and when you plan to go there, get in touch with us, let us know. Um, you know, we'll definitely put you in the right direction. Uh, like I said, it's the fourth time I've been there, so I can, I've, uh, I've experienced plenty of things in that city, so I can uh, definitely uh, give you some advice and some help and of things to see and places to go um but even though we could sit here for hours and talk about this um unfortunately we've been here for two <laughs> that's two hours that is um that's all we've got time for this week like i said we could relive the entire week but there's just not the time really is there um producer craig is going to be on hosting duties on thursday along with kev as well as we look ahead to monday night football against the uh, green bay packers fresh off their win against the chiefs which was a bit of a shock on sunday night um and also going to get kev's highlights of, uh, of his time in the in the big apple as well so thursday 8 30 p.m producer craig kev they're going to be on here um breaking down a packers game anything else to add before we go guys uh, just thanks to you guys for like literally top notch eight days. Um, obviously, I know YouTube knowing each other a while, but obviously, it's the first time that I've spent any prolonged time with you guys. Obviously, we've only kind of met up at meetups a couple of times and that, but it was genuinely like being out there with people I'd known for literally all, all my life, in all honesty. Like, it was just 
a, a perfect eight days. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, and then, like you know, just just wrapping up everything we've spoken to tonight. Obviously, we started this podcast a couple of years ago, um, and just the way that it's kind of gone on to evolve to the way that it has presenting the opportunities that arrived to us over this past week. Um, it's been ab- absolutely amazing, and and you know, for all the people we've shouted out. None of this even probably happens without the guys that tune in every single week and and interact with us on on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, you know, Steve's commenting, Jamie's commenting, etc. And you know, the guys from America, like we've mentioned as well. So, you know, um, ho- ho- hopefully it's not going to be the last time we ever go to to New York. Pretty much guaranteed won't be the last time we ever go to New York. And um, you know, hopefully we've not bored anybody for two hours and five minutes. Yeah, kind of on on that kind of note, uh, I can see that there are still ten people watching. Um, thank you. Um, this is a hell of a long show for you to kind of stick with us for the slog. Um, you know, we really appreciate all the comments and stuff that come up um, now. Just as kind of like a teaser, maybe um, we do want to go back next season. Uh, early conversations have happened between a few of us that it could be October. If anybody wants to come out around the same time, let us know. Um, we're more than happy to meet up with good people, go around with people, everything like that. Um, so if you guys do want to do that, then let us know. Uh, we can keep tabs. We can keep you in the loop. Obviously, we'll put all our plans out here. Um Nothing will be set in stone until that schedule's out next year, for sure. But um, there are plans afoot. And if you want to come along, we would love to have you. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, it, I mean, it is still very, very, very early days in the fact that we've not even been back from the States for four no. days. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's definitely something we 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 want to have in the pipeline. Um, we'd like to have a trip out there next year, um, next season at some point. October is a a good time of year. Um, you know, still early enough in the season the Giants might be competitive, <laughs> um, but it, you know it's it's not too bad weather wise. It was pretty damn cold. Just you know, at the end of end of uh, November, beginning of December. Um, so if those there's people that aren't so fond of the cold weather, at least October it'll still be relatively mild, but it seems to be a fairly good time of year to go. But yeah, fully up for going uh, next year. I mean, I've all you've got to do is tell me where to be and I'll be there. I'm ticket I'm booking I'm booking my ticket. Um but yeah, if any if any listeners or watchers do are interested in potentially coming along with us in October, let us know, get in touch because we'll uh, we'll love to have you along. But yeah, just a unbelievable week. Um I mean, not really much else we can say about it apart from just, yeah, just thanks to to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to um, everybody who supported us along this journey over the last two years because without you guys, we'd be nothing. Um, so, yeah, really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, which I expect you have done already, subscribe to our YouTube channel because that, you know, keeps it going and keeps it you know keeps us ticking along and it also allows you to find out the latest notifications uh, of when we are going to be going live um check out our etsy shop as well show us some love that way buy yourself some podcast merch etsy.com forward slash big blue irl um you know it's christmas coming up you know you might have uh, some pod merch on your christmas list or your loved one's christmas list 
who knows maybe um get yourself some of that um and show us some love and yeah it's a shame this week come to an end um an absolute whirlwind of a week but like we said it definitely won't be the last trip we make out there so uh watch this space with that my thanks as ever after two hours and ten minutes go to shane and to craig for joining me and see the viewers and listeners for still tuning in um we are signing off until next time let's go giants <laughs>